Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Nobody's Listening to This Music Podcast. Today, whew, oh shit, god damn it, it's been, you know, we've been so off schedule with doing this yeah, yeah. that I'm just like, my flow's gone. I know, that was crazy. I was just like, my oh, flow's gone. Oh. I'm Andrew. And I'm Eric. And today, Tears for Fears. Yeah. Songs from the Big Chair. So, yeah, this seems like a big album for us. I feel like we don't typically do kind of like a legacy sort of like, you know, thing like this. Yeah, but there's like just there's a there's a few hits on here that yeah. like musically kind of like penetrated everybody's lives. Yeah, for sure. Some big tracks. Great band name too. Let's just start there. Great band name. Yeah, for sure. I agree. It I think rhymes. We can agree on that. It sounds like it sounds like an emo band. That's, sounds kind I of. I love that. It kind of like sounds like it means something, but also doesn't. Yeah, it. You're right. It like doesn't mean anything, but it yeah. seems like it really should, or maybe it uh-huh. does. Right. But it's it's left up to you to figure out what it means. Yeah. Very art, you know. Very art. These are definitely art kids. Without a doubt. Like, kind of like the, the way that... that uh, it's just a duo, too. Yeah. As far as I know, Tears for Fears is a duo. That's kind of what I'm gathering. I was just reading Wikipedia a little bit, and it seems like there's sort of like, yeah, the main creative force is these two guys and then a producer. And then, like, maybe there's, like, some other kind of... Maybe they got a chart. You think they got a chart? I'm wondering. Yeah, they do got a chart, actually. It's just four guys. Uh, yeah. Let's see here. And, and they're releasing music up until, like, recent. Like, it's they're still to this current day releasing music. Yeah, active. It seems like they took a break for a bit, but it also kind of looks like some guy it looks like there's one dude who's been the whole time and then one guy took a break for like nine years in the 90s and then there's two other dudes who are kind of just the first few years of the band sort of seems like he maybe had a kid in between 1990 and 2000 that sounds probably correct he was in a big band from fucking 82 yeah. to 92 it looks like uh-huh had a kid maybe had a maybe had the kid in in 89 or something like that yeah tried to do the band thing for a minute and then he was like hey actually i kind of gotta i kind of just gotta be at home I gotta so bounce. then he's at so then he's at home until it looks like literally 2000 yeah so that's like kids like 12 he's like all right yeah it's like all right let's get back let's get back on, on our sigma grind set pulls a little tom brady it's like oh actually i'm sick of this kid now I'm gonna what play does that again. Because Tom Brady like has teased the retirement a few times. Oh, okay. Like he'll retire over the summer, and then right. he's like, "Oh no, actually, I'm still, I'm still gonna play." Like he's done that like three years in a row, I think. You know what's really funny? Speaking of Tom Brady, yeah. Let's just get it out of the way. Greatest quarterback of all time. Uh, you can uh-huh. you can try to argue otherwise. It just it, it isn't gonna uh, work. Yeah, it's a, it's. And not, it, it's not fun to I, argue that stuff. Some people like d- 
they just get like the biggest boner in the world from having a goat conversation. That does right. nothing for me. Yeah, it's just I feel like at this point it's undeniable. It's like Yeah. yeah. It's that's like the LeBron James Michael Jordan kind of yeah. situation. Yeah. It's like pick your favorite, but LeBron <laughs> right. is statistically sure. a better basketball player. Yeah. Michael Jordan's cooler. Uh, Michael Jordan's definitely got the cool factor. I mean the shoes. Yeah. Like his bigger brand for sure. Yeah, kind of the classic, the first one to be the greatest kind of thing. So it's like Yeah. So I mean anyway. the argument could be made either way. Anyways, speaking of Tom Brady, saw him spike an iPad over the weekend. <laughs> I really saw- frustrated on the sidelines, spiked I- an iPad. I saw some like a somebody oh, I'm sorry, on Twitter Microsoft posts- Surface. Oh, right, right, right. For the um, Microsoft Surface halftime show, it's crazy because you know that it's in it's an Apple iPad Pro uh-huh. in a Microsoft Surface skin. Yeah, because nobody's actually going to use a, a Microsoft Surface, whatever you call it. No, <laughs> Microsoft Surface also isn't even really like a line of computers. It's like it's kind of just like Chromebook. Like it kind of just like yeah. is some laptops. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a weird, just a laptop with a weird keyboard attached. Yeah, I mean, anyways, no, now I know what you mean. Like, really so, teasing a retirement. Yeah. I think Brett Favre did that a ton before he actually gave up. Yeah. They love to, and it's, I get it. Anyway, th- so this song, and we're still on the first song, and this is something that we kind of were we about to... We teased this a little bit in yeah. when we were talking to each other. Yeah, like, this is... An EP length. It's eight songs, and it's 40, 42 minutes, the regular version. I'm also seeing now right. there's, like, deluxe and super deluxe. We're not going to get there. We're not going to go there today. First off, don't ever put out a super deluxe version of your record. Yeah, it's kind of... You get you the get one, one shot at... You get one shot at deluxe. You either do deluxe the year after, yeah. or you wait 10 years, and uh-huh. then you do the deluxe. Yeah. You don't get to go deluxe in what? When does this come out? Oh, is it is it not going to tell me when it actually came out? No, it's not going to. It was probably okay. deluxe the year after, super deluxe ten year. Just call it the ten year anniversary. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Deluxe also seems like it's eighty five. Maybe. Yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe that's that's false. I don't know. Anyway. Okay. So for some reason too, I was like, this is the song that's playing right now is the working hour, correct? Yeah. For some reason, when I was listening to this album, like, a couple weeks ago, because we, we've been about to do this one for a few weeks, kind of getting, you know, things coming up or whatever, but, like, I remember the first song being, like, kind of real industrial sounding, and I've also sort of gathered that Shout seemed to be, like, maybe Shout was the first single for this, but, sure. like, it, I was under the impression Shout was on a different album, and somehow I felt like the first song on this album was very kind of industrial sounding and a lot of like big drums and stuff. And then I'd kind of not been thinking that I was listening to Everybody Wants to Rule the World, but that's track number three on this. So yeah. I, I, I don't know what sort of alternate thing I was listening to or what sort of experience I was having, what, what was going on really, but I'm getting very different vibes from this so far than what I thought I was listening to the other day. Yeah, let's which see is here. Let's... confusing to me a little bit. But either way, 
Like I know I I know I kept listening to Broken and Head Over Heels slash Broken. Sure. But um yeah, I felt like there was like a like a week we can work it out on the weekend. Is there some is there some song like that? Work it out on the weekend? I have no idea. N- not on here. Maybe that's a right. lyric somewhere. The, the lyric. Yeah, I'm going to look up. And maybe I was just missing. Like, Were you know. listening to like a Greatest Hits or something? I don't know. Yeah, okay, that's Mother's These, Talk. That's Mother's okay. Talk. So, okay. Sure. Do you think? All right. But I was like, I, at first I was very confused by like, I was like, how is this eight eight tracks in 40 minutes like what am i what have i listened to so far and I, I you know how sometimes i'll listen to things on shuffle by accident sure i kept thinking i was doing that but i i don't know anyway that's the extent of my confusion yeah so can you at all ever tell that there's two guys singing on this record no it kind of sounds like one to me the whole time, but I can't tell if they just have a very similar style. Yeah, or is there one guy who's mainly lead vocals and one guy who's always backups? Like, hard to tell. Yeah, I'm not too sure. I'm not too certain myself. What's the? What was your first encounter with Tears for Fears? Do you think? Like for okay, real, for so real. I I know this, and it, it would confuse me for a bit, but then I figured it out recently. Um, it's. Uh, like Mike, and if Whoa, not like weird, okay. I, I so I, okay. Maybe I'm between two things, but maybe they go together. So there's in like Mike, there's this sequence where Calvin like goes to like I think the guy's name is like Tracy or Terry or something. He goes to like okay. the the kind of like guy who's kind of you know his mentor on the team reluctantly his house. Mm-hmm to like help him with something or get help with something or you know maybe he's just having a tough time at the orphanage or something but then there's everybody wants to rule the world plays and then for a while i kept looking up like like mike everybody wants to rule the world and like it wasn't coming up and then i eventually realized because i watched it very recently that it was either um and I'm trying to remember when I watched that recently. Maybe when I had COVID or something. But I think you oh, did. I I remember you saying you watched it like super recent. I think I I think we did it on the movie podcast. I believe so. That is that's it. That's it. Yeah. That's it. And um what a what a film. Um but yeah, it was kind of like it's either a cover or somebody samples it. And so that was my first I think otherwise I remember there was and maybe this is where it goes together you know if you go to the movies early or maybe it doesn't happen now but like many years ago when you go to the movies early there would yeah. kind of be like like little trivia questions and stuff that would show up on the screen before trailers yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and there was like some question about you know that song or who sings this song or what's the name of this song kind of thing and then I can vaguely imagine my mom being like oh yeah this was in like Mike you know this or like, yeah, this song's a big deal. Kind of like I remember my mom making some sort of comment about it, and then right. I sort of knew it after that. That's funny that your mom was like, "Yeah, Tears for Fears is a big deal." Because also my mom was like, "Yeah, Tears for Fears was kind of a big deal." Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And the way that I found out about them is the way that I found out about a lot of music. Uh huh. 
So how's that? You remember this? It's because I used to do it at my dad's a lot, but it was also a thing that I used to do just generally. Yeah, is when the on-demand feature was added to like cable boxes. So yeah. we're talking like 2005, 2006. A turning, a turning point. Yeah. Uh, you could go on demand, and then you could go to like music, and then you could like just look through like music videos. Yeah. And I saw Shout, and I thought the fucking music video was the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. And that's the first time I ever heard about. I gotta peep that. Toss me a link. Um, let's see here. Toss it in general. (laughs) Toss it in general. And so, again, just to reiterate, I have no recollection of listening to the working hour before. Like that, and it yeah. just so. Yeah, was that just a was that just a smooth jazz song? <laughs> I think so. For six and a half minutes, like really, like kind of really leading into it. And then everybody wants to rule the world. Kind of gets into it. Okay, but yeah, I want to talk about this drum part for a second. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I've always thought this was sixteenth notes. Uh huh. Like yeah. But now that I'm listening to it, I think it's. It's every other eighth note. Yeah. Yeah, syncopated eighth kind of thing. Yeah, that's super weird. I always thought it was twice as many hi-hats as happening. Right. But now that I'm, like, really listening, it's like... It's like a weird kind of snare and hi-hat thing, and then the, the kick is what's actually, like tricking your brain into linking these in a certain it's, way and kind of creating like a little it's filling the space thing it's eighth note it's all the eighth notes are like shifted yeah the song rips instead of instead of being on one two three four they're on the they're on the e and does i see because how you do 16th notes is, or one e and a, oh, that's triplets. Triplets is one e and a, two e and a, three e and a, four e and a. If you imagine the eighth notes on a 16th note grid. Of course. They're shifted a 16th note. Okay. Or an eighth note. Their eighth notes shifted forward a 16th note. Is that how it works? That sounds right. That would put it I'm in a weird spot. I'm about to pull up a MIDI. I'm about to pull up a MIDI grid. If it was just shifted an eighth, then it would just be missing the first one. Correct? Yeah. And so earlier we were watching um we were watching the video to Everybody Wants to Rule the World or a live video. Right. And it was a, a great version. But yeah, that's kind of why we're saying this drum thing, because I was like, I feel like it looks like the drummer isn't playing enough on the hi-hat. Like, right. and it's yeah, just yeah, sort yeah. of like a weird sort of sonic illusion of like this extra, that like 16th note that you thought you hear. Or I was kind of like, do they have like a backtrack or something for like a, and he's just kind of like hitting what he wants to hit kind of thing. Um, Sick little quiet guitar solo here. It's just like kind of like edging. It's like You're watching a guy play it. 
No, this is this is sick. Uh, this is so bad for the podcast, but I want to show uh-huh. you something fucking crazy. Okay, cool. You can play the drum part, and everybody wants to rule the world a different way. Oh, I, yeah, it I remember. Makes you- the, dude, it makes the entire song sound different. Yeah, yeah. You sent me this once. It like fully it's crazy. changes it. Oh. It's so insane, isn't it? It's like makes it prog. Yeah, it turns it from a Tears for Fear song into a fucking Rush song. Cause there, then it's like you get this weird jig 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 jig, and then the the synth stab ends up in such a weird spot. Yeah, it sounds the <laughs> the synth stab sounds like it's off time. Yeah, cause the synth goes with the drums. Oh, jeez. With very song difficult. starts picking up. Yeah. I I think I'd accidentally play it the wrong way if I was trying to do this. Yeah. This guy's just got to have like a click in his ears and he's just playing to a click. Like, yeah, no way he's playing along to the music. That's fun. That's so crazy. I'll try, Excellent I'll sneak, synth sounds. I'll sneak that in. Yeah. But yeah, I saw somebody do that on Instagram like years ago. I And yeah. I, I think I sent you the video. It's, it's funny. Just, you just saying like you like I saw that the video said it's from 2020 and you just saying years ago. And I was going to say, no, that wasn't years ago. It was just like a couple years ago. I definitely but sent like, you that when I lived in my old apartment, and that was at least two years ago. It was. I remember the apartment. That was when I was living. Uh, that's when I lived with RJ. Uh, and yeah, yeah. But that we've also I, been doing this podcast for years now. Yeah, three years. Three years. Yeah, we're coming up on three, three years. Three years. Three years. That's a long steady time, growth, bro. baby. <laughs> Uh, yeah, 1.5 mil uh, downloads each time, very consistently. Yeah, let's see Spiking here. up to all, like all three time, mil all downloads. downloads. All time downloads? Fucking... I want to let you know, for anybody who's listening to this right now, mm-hmm. this is... I'm going to hold hold on while I flex for a moment. Yeah. Um. To include the last seven days, all time... I'm pulling up our all-time downloads as we speak. We haven't had a zero download day since it's looking like December of 2020. Oh, wow. Wow. That's pretty good. Consistent. Nothing if not consistent. Most in one day, 160. Okay, so I think I thought Mother's Talk started off the album. Interesting. This is what I was talking about with those like, like the the kind of just. It's this is like there's a lot of auxiliary percussion happening. I feel. You know I love I mean? auxiliary percussion. Yeah, that's sick. World percussion, as it was called yeah. at one point. Yeah, they seem very much like the type of band where, like, say this song one of the main dudes takes off his guitar or bass and just plays some drums. 
Yeah, they'd have like a real drummer on acoustic drums, but then they'd have the '80s kind of hexagon rolling yeah. drums on yeah. stage. Yeah, where they'd be like, yeah, kind of, yeah, that new turnstile. Hey, I don't think we addressed this yet, but. The founding guitarist is out of turnstile now. So I, yeah, I so the thing about that is I don't have my ear to the ground with turnstile, so I wouldn't ever know. Yeah, and so let me see. And it's it's weird, you know. I feel like last year I was very like, oh, this is like so sick for turnstile, like this this album cycle and this album sick and fun and cool. And I think I've like remember how you eventually were kind of like, all right. I'm a little over the 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 conversation around Turnstile. You know what I mean? Like, and I was kind of yeah. yeah. I like but, Turnstile fans need to watch their mouths. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah, because they're getting a little mouthy talking about they're listening to a hardcore band that isn't a hardcore band. Right, and that's kind of just like really becoming like extra extra clear. You know what I mean? Where it's like cool. And sick, and I do like the album. And now, now maybe it's also I'm just attaching it to to something that bums me out a bit. But um, like, yeah, it's just kind of like I, I'm a little bit just over kind of looking at it right now. The whole deal. I think they actually took the post down from Instagram, but they made a post a few weeks ago that was kind of like maybe a couple months ago now. Who knows? Time time is insane, but. They were basically kind of like, hey, we still love Brady, um, but we are just kind of parting ways, uh, you know, kind of thing. And it was just sort of like a, huh, why? And Ooh, then I that like... Doesn't, that doesn't seem like left. That seems like kicked out. Y- yes. So then I looked it up and let me just try to get my verbiage here. So um, I'm going to Google it. Turnstile Brady. Uh, yeah. Turnstile guitarist Brady Ebert is leaving the band headline. There's no word on a permanent replacement as of yet. Um, but yeah, guitarist and co-founder, uh, August 13th, they announced this. Um, Turnstile, let's see. We are deeply so grateful. a month ago. Yeah. But basically, okay, here we go. It was on their story, I guess. We are deeply grateful for our time together. Our love for him continues. We wish him nothing but the best moving forward. But so I read the drummer took out a tro on him oh what's that like a a restraining order no way yeah yeah and so like uh let me see this okay lamb okay why did brady leave turnstile one of just the google answers lamb goat has reported that turnstile drummer daniel fang filed a temporary peace order against ebert on 4 august that would prevent ebert from abusing, contacting, or coming near Fang's home or employment. The order was reportedly revoked, however, on August 11th due to lack of evidence. But then that announcement came on the 13th. So that's some like big drama. And that also made me feel real gross where I was just sort of like, I don't even like, I'm kind of like, Dude, it's these, just, it's these, it's these little, these little wannabe hardcore kids in this band can't yeah. handle it when the guitar player starts throwing fists. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> tale as old as time sounds real familiar, huh? Um, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't like hearing any of that. So that's going yeah. on. I forget why I was really bringing that up, but oh, because the do 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 because that they do a lot of yeah. that on the new album. Yeah, I mean, 
I don't think I, I could say anything right now about Turnstile that I haven't already said Yeah. in previous episodes, but... I mean... They definitely want to be doing what they're doing. Yeah. So you can't necessarily call it, like, cashing in. No, no. And I think, you know, get your bag, whatever. Being creative, it's taking a step. You don't always have to. That, and, you know, otherwise, they are just a, a hardcore band I that think, breaks up after think, two years. Right. But then I they, think I take more issue with the people who like Turnstile over Turnstile themselves. Because I don't think yeah. Turnstile is really, like, touting that they're a hardcore band. No. If anything, they probably call themselves a rock band. Yeah, they definitely are in the phase of their career where where they call themselves a rock band. So, I think my real issue was when there were people on uh, Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram being like, if you don't like Turnstile, just say you don't like hardcore music. And then I was like... Yeah, no. Turnstile's in a real gray area. Yeah. That's me being like, if you don't like Suicide Silence, just say you don't like Deathcore. What you, but like Suicide Silence is just like not some people's cup of tea. Right, right. Yeah, I feel that. So This it, song it was, is like... Super, this is sad. A real sleeper, yeah. A real, like... I think this There's one like I kind of... of like dissonant kind of like... Kind of like e- hand falling on the piano type stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is this is like um, '80s movie, mm-hmm. kind of just like this isn't the speaking part. This is right after they got. This is right after the couple got in the fight. Yeah, and it's following them individually returning home. Yeah, yep. and it's kind of just like sweeping shots of them standing on like subway platforms and like. Maybe in the rain holding a newspaper over their heads. It, the camera, it's starting and ending on walls on almost every shot. It's just, yeah, slow yeah. pan through a... And maybe it kind of jumps forward then, a little bit in like a kind of a it, crossfade kind of thing. And even when it's not doing that, it's shooting just their feet. Yeah, yeah. Or like just their hands. Yeah. A lot. Of, it's moving, though. There's movement. Right. There's a lot of, mo- there's a lot of camera movement. And, and there's, there's minimal actor movement. Uh-huh. But... Everything in the background's moving. Oh yeah, maybe even kind of like when to, it's a person like standing still, the, but right. yeah, all of the behind them is quick. It, it sort of seems like, in a way, that the world is moving around them, and wow. they're kind of stationary. I I felt that we would have been we would have been crazy filmmakers in the eighties. Yeah, because doing something yeah. like that now doesn't fly. Corny, yeah. No, it's that, corny. It's li- yeah, lame. Somehow, I I don't mean to be like the guy who does like normie guy who doesn't get film guy stuff, right? Uh huh. Uh huh. But I was watching this video about what's this? What's this new Wes Anderson Timothy Chalamet movie? The French something? Oh, the French Dispatch. Do, do you, are you aware of this? Oh yeah, I've seen this a couple times. Yeah, some some guy was going off on like like why it's shot so well, and mm-hmm. it seems like as if like a lot of the sh- like movements by the actors are on cue oh like to a rhythm that's separate from i watched this video i watched the same video it's yeah yeah to a rhythm that's separate from the score or music or anything dude i almost rolled my eyes so back into the far of my head they came off my body Uh (laughs) uh-huh 
I get it. That's like that's kind of cool. That that is going yeah. above and beyond to make a piece of art. Yeah, but big like, brain. But also, is that actually a plan, or did you just kind of start counting in such a way that like one, two, right. three, four, five, six, seven, like? <laughs> Every eight seconds, it cuts. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, yeah. eight. Yeah. <laughs> eight, nine, ten. Yeah, see, um, no, it changes every eight seconds. See, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Cut. Yeah. I feel that. But I just I just saw it, and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It uh-huh. seems like. So you made a movie, right? You, d- you Excellent you drum the, transition. You wrote the script. Between Inc- those Incredible. Two. From an incredibly sad song to a into a fun yeah. song with a cool bass lick. Yeah, I believe should be way shorter. I had to I had to change that one. I had to shut that one off a few times. You can say I could, that about a lot of the songs on this record. I wonder what the like the structure I feel like I believe has like a certain kind of structure that if you looked it up correctly or like a music teacher could tell you like that's a form of songwriting where it's just sort of like a motif driven thing without parts it's sort of just because it's kind of just i believe into like a then a line and that just happens the whole time it's like one line repeated one shape of music repeated like and this song is kind of sick i guess oh dude it's it's got the it's got the keyboard like yeah 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 like a little is that this song or a is little that the runner next song it's the next one that's that yeah. songwriting because i started to listen to this one and i was like damn i remember that kind of leaning into that part a little bit more and um right but the the next song is where it's fucking giant synth pads like yeah yeah when i was listening to this um a couple weeks ago then I texted Spencer and I was like, hey, do you want to do Donnie Darko for the movie nice. podcast this week? Because we were kind of like, typically we'll get off and then like discuss or like we'll finish an episode and then immediately discuss what we're doing next time. But like I had yeah. to go quick or something. So we were kind of like, oh, mm-hmm. we'll figure it out. And then I was like, that'd be a good one where it's like, you know, enough of a movie to have stuff to talk about and, you know, spooky season or whatever. So last week, the... Uh, that Donnie Darko episode is going to be up, and I, I mentioned that we were about to do the Tears for Fears episode for, uh, you know, our dual listenership. Right, a little or go, cross promo. Or, yeah, go go listen there if, if you don't do that like one the yet. Mo- the music podcast people that listen to the movie podcast? Yeah, or vice versa. Nobody's listening to this movie podcast is the name of it, for those right. unaware. A great podcast. Missing one vital element. Uh huh. Look at my face really quick. <laughs> nice, dude. Me. Uh huh. That's what I thought you were doing. But yeah, because this song's in, in Donnie Darko. Dude, this song. There are three bangers on this record. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think <laughs> far and away, this mm-hmm. is the best one. Okay. Everybody wants to rule the world. Cool. Uh-huh. But for me being like the kid that was brought up on sad music. Right. It's got to be this one every day. <laughs> this shit just fucking goes <laughs> wild. 
They said they were in the studio like this. Yeah. <laughs> what is that called? Like rappers just sitting at the console no, listening to I beats. I feel like this has like a name. I have no idea. Yeah, this song rips too, though. What a verse. The melody. Remember, I was doing a good impression of this the other day. What the fuck is his name? Who am I thinking of? What's the What's the meme? Is that what? like um <laughs> What's the console meme? It's not like Waka Flocka, it's like No, um, it's not. It's I forget what rapper it is. Somebody's screaming into their phone right yeah. now. Yeah. It's Who's one of the that? youngs. It's got to be a young, right? I'm going to look up Coldplay going into the studio to record the most boring album of all time again. That's the one I remember. (laughs) I wish it Did you find the meme? No, no. Um, Fuck. Studio Uh, rapper meme. Oh, here we go. Young thug. Young thug. Young thug. Young thug. Me. There's actually a few. There's a, a couple young this is templates. This one right here. This one that I have up on the screen. Yeah, right now yeah, 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 yeah. Is, Absolutely. This is, <laughs> this is, this is Tears for Fears. <clears throat> Tears for Fears in the record in the studio making Head Over Heels. Yes, nice. Po- make that and post it in the in the Discord. Gonna. Yeah. So yeah, this is a sick s- chorus too. Us, yeah, take us away for a moment. Yeah. So I like just the. So it's kind of like an A B A C sort of thing. It's like, uh, like the the head over heels line, and then he ha- sings the head over heels line again with a different melody, and then the first way again, and then sort of a different thing. But I like when he kind of just changes the melody a little bit that first time. Um, oh, so Tyler the other day I was telling we were gonna do this episode, and he was like, "Oh shoot, like yeah, definitely I want to do that. I'm available at that time." Let me pop on for that episode. And then I was like, I was like, okay, yeah, for sure. And then I forgot until we were about to record. So then I text him. I say, hey, we're about to record now. I just remembered you wanted to be on it. Can you be on in five? Tears for fears. And then that was uh, a little less than an hour ago. Now he just said, whoops, my B, I forgot all about. So I'm saying all good. I just... um, What's that called? Like narrate it, like kind of. Uh, I'm also trying to fill space with speaking, so it's tough to really think of how to type this sentence. But I just outlined this conversation on the pod. You should listen tomorrow. Prob be funny to hear on this end. Got it. Hell yeah. We're in. Speed run. Yeah. <laughs> Me making speed run. Nice. Dude. In the time that I was quiet on this podcast, I made uh, a meme <laughs> and posted it in our Discord general chat. Hell yeah. Tears for fears in the studio making head over heels. And it's cool. the young it's young thug doing doing his thing. It's weird Damn the way I- they name these songs. Where it's there's broken is the song before this with that kind of 
runner melody. It has the from Head Over Heels. You know what's funny? Paramore fully ripped that melody for idol worship. Yeah. But just like in a minor key, like a little different. Okay. Like after There's after this another, album finishes playing, toss that on because it's so similar. There's another instance of somebody directly stealing or Paramore stealing something for Decode. Really? I think it might. I think you know what? I think it's actually Five Finger Death Punch stealing the. Oh yeah, from from Decode. That's another one of those where I always assume there's more notes than there are, but I think it might just be a delay on. Yeah, it, it dude, delay will do crazy things for like yeah. boring guitar leads. Yeah. And you know who was crazy at it? Who's that? First off, Edge from right. U2. The I, I was assuming you had a different the, the the master of playing two notes and making it sound like a symphony. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um but Josh Farrow from sure uh, like everything that they did every lead he ever wrote was like six notes yeah max yeah. uh-huh just smothered in delay like neck pick up on a telecaster you know why because they're religious bro you know like how church you know how yeah, like go hip- for it yeah go for it so like, are you are you on the same page as me, or you you just no, didn't want to touch I it? No, f- I have no fucking oh. clue. I have no clue. So you're about. like, so if I remember, I was on this like gear talk page on uh, Facebook for a while, and it was just sort of like you know dudes posting their pedal board or guitar, just rig stuff, just rig shots. Sure, just dudes talking, dudes. Yeah, and then it. Often you see like a, bros. like a big sky next to an El Capis stand next to like all those Strymon kind of pedals. Oh, like people yeah, would have yeah, full yeah, boards yeah. of that for worship sets. And like it Dude, was kind of like a joke that like worship dudes just like and even in like like playing in feeble, like sometimes Brent would just click on a delay and just go like cause he like also did like that kind of like church stuff. And like right. every time I'd be like, Oh, like worship mode, bro. And he'd be like, hell yeah. Like, it's just like, it's a thing. Like, worship. And so Paramore, they're like a, uh, you know, they're like a, a Christian band. Yeah. They were a Christian band at, at the beginning, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Even like I said, in that newest album, the song that I think is ripping that broken melody is mm-hmm. Idol Worship. But like spelled different than like, like Idol. It's, it's Idol like a car. Yeah. It's because it can mean two things. It can mean idol worship, like you're worshiping an idol, mm-hmm. and then worshiping but also not doing anything in one place. Yeah, totally. And yeah, then, like, basically the idea of that song is kind of like a don't don't treat me like I'm special kind of thing. You know, Haley Williams being all that way. They're putting out something. They're putting out a song in, like, a Are couple they? days, I think. Yeah. I, is it who's Who's in the band now? Uh, the promo photos are the three of them still. But Zach just, Taylor it's, and it's Zach Haley. Taylor and Haley. Yeah. If they switch J- it Jeremy, up, any Jeremy's again, gone for good. Huh? He's not. He, Jeremy's gone for good. Never coming back. I don't think so. The bass player. No. Nah, yeah. He's been. He's been out a minute. But the I think also Taylor York's brother 
was playing guitar live for them and they like officially announced he was leaving as a live member even. So I think it's really just kind of like, oh, they had a guy, they had a very steady bass player on the, on the last live on, on like they're playing that album Dude, live. I don't you think know, he played you know on that album. Sick? What? They got to get, they got to get, let Zach Farrow do his drums, right? On the record. Yeah. Yeah. Get him off the kit live. Yeah. Uh, have him play like bass or something, uh-huh. so he can move around, be a little bit more involved on stage as a member of the band. Yeah, sure. Go ahead and stick Gillespie back behind the kit. Do it, little super group, bro. I think Christian like, super group. Dude, Gillespie went nuts behind the kit for a few years there. For Paramore. I remember, I think both of us were like on a real Paramore kick a few years ago, and would just send each other like live Paramore videos. Dude. It just, it's so funny. It's such a, like, I think at the time, Paramore was getting big. Yeah. So, like, nobody had any clue because they were so big. Like, uh-huh. I'm sure some people knew who he was. Right. But it was like, that's the drummer and singer for Under Oath. Yeah. Just as a touring drummer. Right. Yeah, different, different like, fan base sort of thing. So, like. Similar fan base, like, at the beginning, at the inception of both of those bands. Right. But at the time, the fan bases couldn't be any more different. Yeah, totally. So, like, old Paramore fans would probably be able to be like, oh, hey, oh, shit, look, it's that guy. Yeah. Yeah, so, what I gotta say about this record is, there's five songs on this record. Yep. And so, Shout is a song. Then yeah. The Working Hour is not a song. Everybody Wants to Rule the World is a song. Mother's Talk is a world. I Believe, barely a song. Broken, uh-huh. barely a song. Head yeah. Over Heels, a song. It's And then Listen isn't a song. So it's just right. like a lot of sound. But I think that's kind of their thing, right? Like they were just fuck around on synths in the stew. Seems like it, yeah. And creating just these expansive sort of things. Different attention span kind of thing at the time, I think. Um... It is album length, too, and it's like, I'm glad that it's not, because 40 minutes is fine. It gets a little bit kind of like, okay, but if this was 12 tracks acting this way, no. Imagine you buy this record, right? Uh Uh-huh. You're like, New Tears for Fears record came out. I'm going to buy it. We'll see what's going on here. You buy it. You listen to the... You have to flip the fucking record before Head Over Heels is even on the same side of the record that you are listening to. Wow. Yeah, it's like the second to last song. That's crazy. Yeah. It's weird, too. So what I was saying before, Broken is just that melody, it seems, because head o- it's Broken. It's a and short then song, too. Head Over Heels slash Broken, where it's not Broken slash Head Over Heels. It's, you know... Oh man, what song is this play right now? Is this her? It's hers. Yeah, hers. Dude, oh, this song that could this, be a- hers makes me so sad. <laughs> yes. Do you know that I can't listen to them? The yeah, because I know them what too? happened to them. Yeah. Oh, that's so sad, dude. It's like really sad music. Any like it just is emotional, but it's really good. 
and like so sad like they di- they died together in a car crash on tour right like yeah they were touring in the u.s for the first time <sighs> they're british they or something dude yeah i think they're scottish actually frig dude i think there's actually another band called hers that got in a car accident before i remember oh, one no, time they're, from, to- they're from england liverpool england oh hey This, yeah, we're hu- we're this song goes crazy. This bass player is nuts. Dude. Yeah, I remember I watched their Tiny Desk before, and he's, he's going just crazy. like, and like dancing, dude. Yeah, just, super sad. Yeah, wow. it just makes me sad to listen to. Yeah. Because like I know where they end up. Yeah. Ugh. This is idol worship, though. Where's the uh, where's the aforementioned part? I think it's maybe the chorus melody. Hey, have you ever thought about doing? Uh, hey, what's your tailor looking like these days? I haven't asked for a while. Still broken? Uh, yeah, it's still broken. I was gonna say you should fix it. See if you yeah. get a neck for it, right? Yeah, and then rubber bridge it. Rubber Bridget, what's that? Have you no, do you not know Rubber Bridge? Mm-mm. Oh, you love rub, Rubber Bridge. Oh yeah, yeah. It mutes out the strings a little bit. Oh sure. I think Taylor Swift has used one on her, her last few records. Oh cool. It's like a big indie guy thing. I see. I'll look into that. This song rips. Maybe it's the bridge. Try the bridge. Is it the guitar lead? That that la 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 la. <sighs> it's tough, like listening to it. I can't. Oh, it is. Na 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 na. Yeah. No, yeah. it is. Oh, but okay. So I think at the beginning of the bridge, it's just straight up just the laws. Or right after the bridge, we'll see. Just run it for a bit. Run it for a bit. Yeah, here we go. Go back a little bit. Yeah. Okay. I don't know, maybe less than I thought, but that's tra- that's transformative enough. I'll allow yeah. it. Yeah, a little different. In my mind, it was the same. Speaking of Paramore, what are we doing next week? I think that we're going to do. Um, so. You know how our boy Joe Keery was in Post Animal? He eventually mm-hmm. leaves Post Animal and he does a solo project called Joe, spelled D-J-O. Um, the D is silent. Yeah, the D is kind silent. Kind like Django. Yeah. Um, yes, very much so. And he just put out a new album a couple days ago. I think I like the first album better, um, sure. but just because... You know, just for you know, keeping up with things, I figure we'll just do the new one. Sure. Decide. This is such a sick cover. Yeah, it is. This is a really cool cover. Yeah, very like cool kind of aesthetic that he's like doing for for this one. What do we got here? Thirty six minutes, thirteen songs long. That's what I like mm-hmm. to see. Yeah, a twenty one second song in here. Hell yeah! I wanted to mention something, but. 
I didn't. Okay, yeah, because I don't want to do an entire episode on them. Do you see what I got going on right here on my screen? Let me see this again. Yep. Yep. Sure. It's, it's Day Seeker, right? Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna devote the last we'll call it five minutes to talking about these guys here. Okay. Let's hear it. They are they're doing something that I can't believe I'm okay with. So they're a, they used to be a metalcore band. I'm gonna say okay. used to be. Sure. They're they're like a post hardcore band now. Uh-huh. Or like a, what what you would consider modern post hardcore. Yeah. Um but they're writing the song, same song, again and again and again. Uh-huh. And every time a new song comes out, it is just a little different. Okay. That's like And I'm and I'm like really allowing for it. Where uh-huh. normally I would super draw the line. Right. And I think it's because of how catchy the choruses are. Okay. It's like undeniably catchy. Right. Big I feel guitars, like um two huge guitars. So you're gonna get me every time with the huge okay. guitars. I'm waiting for them. This song starts off a little slow, but it mm-hmm. makes the guitars hitting in about a second and a half. Really sure. like wall of guitar, right? Oh, uh, one of those, yeah. Bah. You know what I'm talking about? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. But then they're doing that thing where. A lot of bands do it. A lot, I think, just a lot of pop artists in general do it. They give you the half chorus the first time around. Right. Yeah, that is kind of cool. So they like all the guitars are gone. He's not really singing from his chest. Uh huh. Kind of just doing like a little whisper thing. Yeah. And then when the chorus comes back around the second time, it's like you want to sing it loud with them. Yeah. Now you know it. You learned it. And now you you're learned ready. the chorus. Yeah. And then you ready? Here we go. Just. Okay, yeah, full full tempo too. Now it's big. Now it's big. Yeah. I feel so, it. So, okay, now we can skip to the next song. Yeah. Really similar <laughs> thing. Except this has got we got a little I more see. core here. Yeah. But then right. Quiet so, yeah. quiet voice again with just the bass and the drums Yesterday I went to the beach with my mom and we were like listening to the radio on the way home or whatever and um semi-charmed life was on and she was like this channel plays such old songs and i was like i was like oh yeah is it like a mix like like 80s 90s today kind of thing and she was like no this is supposed to be like the the um alt rock channel or something and i was like oh okay and then she like changed the channel and she's like and this one's supposed to be the rock channel but listen to what it is and it was basically kind of that last song where it was kind of like very r&b like kind of sure. vocal verses and stuff with maybe some trap drums or something and then like the chorus comes in and it's like um like that type of guitar sound with like the big swooping like yeah in like, your face, bah, like, and like loud drums and stuff like live sounding like almost like that machine gun kelly type but like also sure. like post malone vocals kind of thing and she was just like, I don't get, like, I don't, is this rock? And I was like, yeah, that's just like what's happening now. It's like genre's right. over, like, you know, like, yeah, yeah I don't so know. Then, like, everything then is everything. The, you get your little pre-chorus here, and then it's just big chorus again. Yeah. There we go. I mean, 
Blah. It's the the meta currently is find a guy who can sing really well. Yeah. And do big guitars, and then you're like, okay. Yeah. Sure. And th- and then here, and these songs, in reverse order, have been released one after the next. Interesting. Like so, this so is like, one era of the band. Right. This is the first one they released that sounded like this. I see. And then it's just like it's they're like, oh, we found it. Like it's the meta now. It's like this yeah. is what we're gonna do. And I don't right. hate it. They're like they're getting a little better at it every single time. I um the other day I kind of brought up a similar idea with you about the nineteen seventy five. And like right. so they just very recently put out a video and a song with Phoebe Bridgers on it. And at at this point I almost feel like kind of like what I was about to say about like Paramore where like it's been long enough between albums and that last one had such a big like impact but then they had made such a stink of going away after like such a we're tired I need rest I'm off of Instagram I like blah like it was just a whole like just just go off tour you don't have to like like it just annoyed me anyway uh Phoebe Bridgers is almost doing a similar thing for me now where I'm kind of like, she just keeps putting out like singles or is featuring on other people's songs that I don't identify with any of it. And I'm just kind of like, sure. Okay. Well now it's been, I guess it's been only two years since her last album came out, but you know, it's getting to the point where it's like, put something out or don't kind of thing. Anyway, she's on this 1975 song and i was like all right i'll give it a chance and the video is filmed like in black and white on film and they're all playing acoustic guitars and it looks super like folky and old-timey kind of thing and i was like oh maybe they're doing like a switching it up now it's could have been on their first album still and it's like that's cool right like you know what i mean some people dig that you know that's how you keep a fan base and it works you know what i mean but it's just sort of like but I also see every time they put out a new album or a new song, everyone is like, this dude is the best. This dude is so sick. 1975 is the best ever. Like, I love this. This is the greatest. Every time, right. hit, hit, hit. And it's like, yeah, I guess if he writes the same song every two yeah. years, same album every two years, it's and you liked it two years ago, you're probably going to like it again. But it's just like, yeah. Dude, the first that time same, I, same heard, kind of I thing. heard... Do you remember how I found out about the 1975? Were you aware of how this happened? I, I We must have talked about it before, but I can't recall. So sometime, I want to say in 2013, maybe even 2012. Yeah. Because I was living at 25th Ave. Right. It was before you lived there. So uh-huh. like high school do you, still. Do what you will with that information. Yeah. And I'm on iTunes and iTunes is like new free song. Claim it now? Question mark. And I'm like. I guess, yeah, sure. Like, uh-huh. I'm feeling like I want to listen to something new today, and it was Chocolate by the 1975. Chocolate, Chocolate's a ripper, bro. Which I think at the time might have been like one of their first singles off that record. Yeah. And then I listened to the record, and I was like, bro, settle down. I think is like, mm. personally, yeah, I think rip. that's like their magnum opus. Yeah. I don't think they'll ever do anything as good as that song. When I recall one time when I did live there, or maybe maybe before even, maybe it was a couple months before, but it was like me and Tyler were over to to like work on some music, and you showed us chocolate, 
and then I remember writing something real cool and real different than I'd written before. Like just a cool, it was like a cool lead that was like a little bit of a different melody than I would typically do. And like the chords that I wrote to it were just kind of like a little bit backwards from what I would typically do also. Um, yep. But yeah, that was like one of my favorite songs that I've written. And it was like directly like when you listen to something and are just immediately inspired kind of thing. Yeah. I know what you mean. Happens to me a lot. Yeah. Dude, speaking of trying to listen to something and imitate it. Yeah. Anybody who listens to Spite and goes, wow, this is so cool. Let me try to do this. Save your time. Yeah. Save yourself some time and some heartbreak. Uh you're Translates never gonna weird write something your, that sounds yeah. like spite that sounds not corny as shit yeah either gonna be like a direct ripoff or like a corny kind of like dude I it's sort of I, what I, I tried to do spite I ended up with five finger death punch I don't know how it happened yeah yeah that's how it goes sometimes all right but next week we are doing Joe, decide. Spelled D J O. The D is yeah. silent. The D is silent, and not like D J O, like not like that. It's just D J O. Yeah, like the letter the, the, D, the capital letter J, G, the lowercase J O, no spaces. Right. Joe, D J O. Yeah, Joe. I was trying to explain that to somebody recently, and they were like, "Oh, D J O." And I was like, not, not like DJ Orifice or whatever, you know, like just like. Right. DJ. All right. But that'll be next week. It's going to be great. Be here. Be or be squared. Yeah. You losers. Uh, this has been the Nobody's Listening to. <sighs> oh. Oh, man. This has been the Nobody's Listening to This Music Podcast. I've been Andrew. I've been Eric. And you've been great. <laughs>